You're listening to the Sex Life Unleashed podcast, the show that combines personal development strategies and practical advice to unleash your sex life. I'm Dr. Stephen DeWitt, and with over a decade of experience as a sexologist, I've helped hundreds of women create the best sex of their lives, and I want to do the same for you. If you want to turn obstacles into opportunities, and hopefully into some amazing orgasms, you're in the right place, because the best sex of your life is still to come. Welcome back to this week's episode. I'm your host, Stephen DeWitt. Welcome into my home. Welcome onto the couch. We're just going to hang out today and talk about sex, specifically how you can become the source of great sex in your life. We're going to be talking about understanding your sexual blueprint. You know, this week was one of those weeks for me. You know, I'm not sure if you have them, but you feel like just you're taking on a lot in your life. And it was actually in the recording of this episode that I got re-presence to actually how much power I have when I go internally and develop an understanding of myself and what works for me. It helps me turn that knob from overwhelm into managing into excelling. And that's something I think is so important, especially in our sex lives, to become the source of great sex. And what does that actually look like? Rather than trying to find that with a partner, I think the most important step is first understanding yourself. So that's what we're digging into this week, your sexual blueprint. So many people, when they come to me, they're so focused on either finding a partner, having the right sex with them, or if they have a partner, trying to create that sex with them. And that's important, but it's the second step. The first step is understanding yourself. I liken it to a puzzle piece. If you're a puzzle piece and your partner's a puzzle piece, you're trying to have those things fit together, you have to know where your tabs and your pockets are. Actually look that up. That's what the outies and innies are tabs and pockets on puzzles. But you have to know the shape of yourself to be able to have that really good fit with your partner and that really great sex with your partner. And a lot of people, actually haven't done the work. So on today's episode, I'm going to give you an opportunity to do that. Because I don't think most people, like 99% of the people on the planet, have ever really taken a look at what has shaped and molded their sexualities. As babies, we're born with two fears, the fear of loud noises and the fear of falling. Everything else was taught to us. We need to take a step and own who we are sexually and be responsible for who we are sexually and build that sexual self-awareness. Because growing up, there's a lot of factors that impacted us. Could be our family situation, could be religion, could be sex ed, could be good experiences, could be bad experiences sexually that we had, could be friends, could be relationships. All of that goes into shaping who we are today. But now you have an opportunity to own who you are, and then you can actually have power because you're the source of great sex. It's not trying to find that with somebody else. It's not even creating that with somebody else. It's first and foremost, the step has to be with yourself. And that's where there can be real power. Most of us walk around in life and, and think about, well, this is just the way I am. This is the thing that turns me on. This is the thing that turns me off. This is the thing that scares me. This is the thing that's super hot. This is the thing that's kinky. This is the thing that's freaky. And heck, that thing over there, that's perverted. I don't want any of that. But most people haven't 
taken that time to think about who we are and what we are. We've been taught to see sex in 3D, dirty, dangerous, and degrading. Especially for women, it's don't talk about sex, or if you talk about sex, you're a slut. If you want sex, you're a slut. If you have sex, you're a whore. Like all this negative stuff that's out there. In my practice, what often comes up is people will have what I call formative experiences when they're young, and they build up defenses so that never happens again. So one of the most common ones is masturbation. You're six years old, seven years old, and you're touching yourself because it feels good. Now, let's be clear, when you're that age, you don't know what sex is. It's just a part of your body that feels good, so you're touching. It's not anything sexual or you want to have sex with someone or you know what you're doing. It's a part of your body. You're exploring it. It feels good. But a parent, uh, a family member walks in and they freak out, they shame you, they tell you never to do that, or that's dirty, or that's gross, or blah, blah. And all this negative energy and all this negative messaging is imprinted on this poor little girl. And at that moment, you decide, I'm never going to do this. This is wrong. This is bad. And you want to protect yourself from upsetting that important person in your life. You want to protect yourself from that shame and that guilt that you have that fear that there's something wrong with you, so you stop doing it. Now, fast forward 25 years and you're in your 30s and you wanna have exploratory sex, you wanna have fun sex, you wanna connect with multiple, you wanna explore kink, whatever that is for you, but you get shut down. You stop yourself because that old programming is still there. And that programming is something that I call your sexual blueprint. And everyone has a sexual blueprint. It's that deeply rooted part of your subconscious. It's the thing more than anything else that is gonna determine your sex life. That's why today I was like, this is really important. Let's talk about this. We've grown up in a sex negative society. There are very strict rules and regulations on when, where, and with whom that we can have sex. And when sex is okay, when sex is bad, when sex is healthy, when sex is approved. For the most part, sex is okay when it's between a man and a woman, ideally in a monogamous, exclusive relationship where the people love each other and hopefully for the purposes of procreating. And you can add missionary position is the only position in there as well. Everything other than that is not okay or excess or considered to be unnecessary. And it doesn't have to be that way. Not being aware of our sexual blueprint keeps us and our sexual self-expression small. It keeps us suppressed. It keeps you muted. It keeps you feeling guilty about your fantasies. It keeps you feeling shameful about past experiences. It keeps you fearful of connecting with your partner in a way that you want to connect. It prevents you from having the pleasure, the intimacy, the fun, and the love that can be present through a sexual connection. So let's figure out who you are sexually and your sexual blueprint. Who are you? How do you think about sex? What are your beliefs? What are your sexual habits and patterns? How do you feel about your sexuality? How well do you relate and play with others? How much do you trust others? Do you truly believe that you deserve a great sex life? Do you have the capacity to act in spite of that worry, that guilt, that fear? 
The truth of the matter is that your thinking and your beliefs are a critical part of what determines your sexual success. In life, there's this, this story that it's normal to experience this fabulous, exciting sexual connection with one partner. But then that connection and chemistry fizzles, it sputters and dies quickly. Or you have that sultry, hot, spicy sex for a period of time and then you lose it suddenly with no explanation. Why does this happen? And how do we stop this from happening? Or any other story that you have about sex that you may find yourself reliving time and again and again. The reality is you're the common denominator. But as I shared before is when you can own the fact that you're the common denominator and you can be the source of great sex and understand your sexual blueprint, you have an access to be able to change that and to have real power in your sex life. So I want you to take a moment. I want you to paint a picture in your mind. So imagine a beautiful plum tree. The sun is out. It's shining through those almost transparent pinkish petals. And there's these plums. Now the plums represent your sex life. Sometimes we look at the plums and we're not happy with what we see. We don't like the plums. The plums are either too small, they're not the right color, or they just don't taste good. What do we tend to do? We focus on improving and changing the plums. But what actually produces or gives life to the plums and impacts the color, the flavor, that beautiful taste, is actually the roots and the seeds, the water that give life to the fruits. It's what you can't see that creates what you do see. So if you want to change the quality of the plums available for harvest or your sex life, you have to change the seeds, the roots, the water, the nutrients. In order to understand and have mastery of your sex life, you have to understand what is going on underneath. And for us, it's what's going on in our heads, that programming that we have. Your sexual blueprint is made up of a combination of your thoughts, your feelings and action in the arena of sex. Your sexual blueprint consists primarily of the information or program you received in the past, especially as a young child. The primary sources of the programming for most people include parents or parent figures, siblings, friends, any kind of authority figure, could be teachers, religious leaders, and then there's the external, the media, the sex education, could be your culture as well. Now a child is not born with predetermined thoughts and attitudes about sex. Every child is taught how to think and act in relation to sex. I wanna say that again, that's important. A child is not born with predetermined thoughts and attitudes about sex. Every child is taught how to think and act in relation to sex. Teachings become conditioning. Your programming leads to your thoughts, which leads to your feelings, which lead to your actions, which lead to your results. So if you wanna change your results, you got to go back and work on that programming that you've been given. There are three main ways that we're conditioned or programmed. The first one is verbal direction. That's the simplest. It's what you were told. What did you hear about sex when you were young? The second way is reflecting. What did you see when you were young? Now, I call it reflecting because you either want to emulate what you saw or do the exact opposite of what you saw. 
So if we go back to those family figures, your parent figures in your life, when you were young to see something and then be like, I want to reflect that back in my life. And this is all subconscious. So it's not like you're choosing it, but I'm going to reflect that back in my life and have that play out. Or heck no, I'm not going to do that. And I'm going to do the exact opposite. And then the third way that we are programmed is through emotional incidences. So what did you experience when you were young? These three elements of conditioning are very powerful. They are the source of your sexual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. They function as start buttons for your automatic response. You see something, your partner asks for something, you think about something new you wanna try, and boom, an automatic response kicks in. If you look at it another way, it's like your automatic machinery starts up. And understanding these three aspects of conditioning is important to learn how to begin to recondition yourself for sexual success. And that's the first step in redesigning your sexual blueprint. So let's take a closer look at those three aspects in your personal sexual conditioning. I've included a worksheet that you can download below and you could fill this out as you listen and it has some definitions and going through those three conditioning factors as well. Let's begin with verbal direction. Thinking about what you were told about sex. You know, people who have lots of sex, what were you told about them? Are they good? Are they bad? Are they nasty? Are they dirty? Are they free? Are they happy? Perhaps you heard messages like, if you have sex, you're dirty or unwanted or be disowned or you'll get pregnant. No one will want you. That I remember hearing some, I think it was down somewhere in the States where they likened having sex as chewing a used piece of gum that loses its flavor and nobody wants you. Oh my God. Anyways, you can probably come up with some of those things that you heard people say. Now, you may have been taught that, hey, sex is good and is healthy. And if you were caught masturbating, hey, masturbation is normal. It's a private thing that you do by yourself. And that can be really great and powerful too. The statements you heard about sex when you were young remain in your subconscious mind as part of your sexual blueprint. So that's the first step. Understanding that verbal direction. So what were you told? What did you hear about sex when you were young? And you can take hit pause now if you're writing that stuff down. Next is reflecting. It's the second way that we're conditioned. Now think about what your parents or parental figures were like in the arena of sex when you were growing up. Did one or both of your parents cheat? Were your parents divorced? Did they have multiple boyfriends or girlfriends? Do you remember your parents having sex? Did you ever walk in on your parents having sex? Oh my goodness. The number of people who have shared that story with me. Oh my goodness. Did your parents fight about sex? Do you remember hearing your parents have sex? Did they have a great sex life? Did they show affection openly and warmly and generously? Did they show physical touch in a way that impacted you and said, hey, this is what I want in my life. Your sexual blueprint is often closely related to how your parents or parental figures were around sex. And if you made it wrong and tried to be different and do the exact opposite, or you made it right and tried to emulate your parents and replicate what you saw. The next is specific emotional incidences. The third way of work condition is the experience, the personal lived experience of a specific emotional incident. This is something that happened when you were young that had an emotional impact on you. What did you experience around sex when you were young? 
Were you caught in the act and scolded? Were you caught in the act and supported and educated? Did you experience unwanted touching, unwanted advances, unwanted attention? Was there abuse? Did you get in trouble for playing doctor with the neighbor? Were you reprimanded for touching yourself? Was your first sexual experience a great one? These experiences are very important as they shape and sculpt the beliefs that shape and inform your sex life. Take a moment and think about that. It's probably one, two or three things that popped up for you. And these are the underpinnings of your sexual blueprint. These are the messages that run your sex life. How you responded, how you protect yourself, how you put up barriers. You gotta ask yourself, are these messages the ones that you want running your sex life? Now for some, the answer may be yes. I got really positive reinforcement, feel really good and empowered about something, that's great, keep it. I'm not here to tell you how you should live your sex life. I'm here to give you access to creating the sex life that you want and owning that power for yourself. So thinking about the impact of these experiences now in your life, do you think of, again, a particular sex act is good, bad, sexy, or perverted? Or do you not like a particular body part of yours? Do you feel guilty or shamed or uncomfortable or fearful about that body part or a body part in somebody else? These things can linger in our lives for a long period of time, far past the time that they actually serve us. You may be sitting there and say, hey, Stephen, if I want to change my sexual blueprint, how do I reprogram my conditioning? And I'm so glad you asked because that's something that we go into in the Sex Life Unleashed experience. We can go much deeper in that. I'm going to be sharing in future episodes how we go through that and actually redesign that. But this is the first step. So I encourage you to download the worksheet below. It has you, gives you some space to work through things. It has some definitions for the three incidences that impact our sex life and create your sexual blueprint. I will be going in future episodes, excuse me, in how to actually redesign your sexual blueprint. But this is that first step. This is the access to you owning and understanding how you were created sexually and reclaiming your sexual power and rewriting your sexual blueprint. So then you can advocate for yourself, you can use your voice, you can create and have the type of connections because now you understand those pockets and those tabs of your puzzle piece, the outies and the innies of your puzzle piece, and you can find that really good fit with your partner and create that amazing sex that you want. And that ends our time together for this week, but if you want to take our relationships to the next level, please tune in next Thursday. I have another episode for you. And if you're liking the way our relationship is going, please don't hesitate to leave a review, rate, subscribe, and share this with someone that you think needs it. And I hope you personally are walking away with something that you can use in your life so you can be the source of great power in your sex life. I always want to encourage you to continue evolving, continue exploring, continue listening to this podcast. That's one of the things that helps us continue to grow and continue to be able to cultivate the sexual connections that we want in our lives. And remember, the more we understand about ourselves and each other, the less we have to fear, the more love is here. Here's to happy days and living a sex life unleashed.